0: Welcome to Ely Goldsmith's Inspired Flow. I'm actually lying on my bed, which is very appropriate, because we'd like to once again go into the idea of sleep. Now there has been some talk recently online from a decent rabbi, his name's um, Rabbi Alan Anova. someone who went to the world of truth in a near-death experience and went from completely secular and anti-spirituality to completely open and had a vision of truth in the world of truth once he had that near-death near, exp- near death experience. You can go check him out. And then another. So he's speaking about the idea of sleep as well and the concepts of dreams. And it's something which, you know, i let him do the explanation. He's, he's a very thorough speaker. But the concept of what you sleep about, what you dream about, rather, is something which in itself requires a certain level, level of bittle, of flexibility because you have to let yourself go when you go to sleep this is a very important thing like listening to Tim Ferris, he has a tremendous issue with insomnia and it's quite a common thing nowadays especially with the uh, internet generation and the millennials now we have the new thing Gen Z's this whole idea of being on 24-7 having the phone having everything pumping <clears throat> so you have to let yourself go you have to let yourself shut off the internet my new thing is I used to you know, be the midnight rabbi so I'm up all night and my phone's available but I decided recently for the sake of you know marriageable bliss and all the other good things relationship focus and family time and so a certain time I took my phones on to airplane mode so even if there's something crazy they're just going to have to wait because I need to be, even more importantly, with my family and to sleep properly so that I can once again get an effective sleep. So there's a certain level of bittle either by nullification of yourself, by getting the phones off, but also to be available for those you love. And to enter the world of sleep in a state of nullification that you're letting go, you're not in control can't control what happened in the day or what's going to happen you just have to allow the truth that you're in this world as not as a passenger you're involved you know you have a lot to do here we we perform as the the Babich Rebbe used to say we're we're a player we're a participant and we have to be active and fully involved fully engaged but at the end of the day you know the game's over and it's now time to rest up before the next performance, the next game. So that's the idea of letting go and allowing ourselves to now not try to control our financial destiny, destiny, but actually let go. And I think that even the most hardcore people, like Tom Buliu and everyone else, that's out there, that's you know, 10xing it and pushing everybody and wanting everyone to succeed their passions. And you know, Tom is actually someone himself who. He will sleep the minimal, but he will make sure that the sleep he gets is high quality. Very, very strict rules about what can go on during sleep in terms of who's around and, you know, what the noises are. And, you know, he needs to sleep. Like, if his wife's not well, like, he'll go sleep in another room, make sure, one, he doesn't get sick, but two, that he should sleep well. And, you know, it's a certain focus at at a soft, you know, to the end... To, to make sure that sleep is quality so I, I don't need to go as far as that thank God I, you know and hopefully my wife's not going to be not well but the point is that we can all find the balance of effective sleeping so that when we do get to that moment we're on the pillow now for a Jew we have special prayers of before we go to sleep we have the Shema and there's a special thing to forgiving everybody and little psalms that we say and um you know, it's big, big stuff on a spiritual level, what's going on. We're getting rid of a lot of negativity. We're, if you look in the Tanya, a beautiful Sefer, uh, a book about what happens in Perak what happens when you say the Kriya Shema the Mita, when you say the Shema on your bed, it gets rid of all the judgments and demons and past transgressions. It cleans the whole body, because remember there's 248 limbs on a person, 365 sinews, and if you look at the amount of words in the Shema, there's 248. And it also connects into the Ten Commandments, it connects into the, all the different mitzvahs that are, which makes a person basically holy and brings everything into that oneness, that unification that separates us. That's the idea of transgressions, is just separating yourself from parts of your being from the oneness and the idea of Shema is to bring everything back to the oneness. So you do that on your bed, that, that takes away all the things that took away the oneness they made separation in the world and there's no bigger place of test which is there because you know that's where the bris it's where a person is most tired and vulnerable but once again there's a tremendous eights of tremendous advice we said at the beginning the idea of notification just allowing yourself to let go to so the oneness to the truth and those special prayers are, are if you internalize what they are it's all about that and getting rid of the negativity and the air and around you and and ultimately bringing everything to a good place before you go to sleep so you can enter into the higher worlds which is what happens your soul goes up and replenishes itself and you get a refreshed new portion of soul for the day to come as a gift and appreciate that gift and that's why we wake up with the gratitude again the moda ani. so we're just going to end off again sleep effectively make sure it's quality it's not disturbed by any distractions and also spiritually to allow yourself to enter into that oneness to let go you're not in control and have an inspired flow day